This is me trying to think of an intro, but who <laughs> needs an intro? Because this is the Landing on Lansdowne podcast, and we're back with the uh, one, two, three, four, fifth episode with your boy, Chris Ferrara. And Devin Roche, what's up? What's up? All right. And today we got a, not that much to talk about because the uh, lockout can't wait that to end. So uh, let's get started. Uh, first off, talk about uh, Mr. Kyle Seeger and his sudden retirement. Um, I mentioned earlier in one of these episodes where um, I was like shocked why everyone was crying that Kyle Seeger was retired. Like he wasn't going anywhere. He was going to be a free agent, get a bag, but I guess he chose to retire. So um, yeah. He went out on top in the best year of his career. Yeah. I mean, good for him. It's kind of a short career though. Baseball wise. I mean, it's a, it's great. Yeah. But I feel like it's just kind of short. He also made over a hundred million dollars in his 10 years. So. I feel like he could have made so much more after this season. Like this was no, his like best year. So I, I mean, hey, good for him. Maybe he's on a bigger and better things. But um, yeah, not a lot of not a lot of people can walk out of baseball on their own terms. So mm-mm. good for him. Yeah. So since we don't really have that much to talk about, me and Devin took some time and we did a uh, all Red Sox draft team that I'm gonna put up somewhere right here. So first, I'll put Devin's. Let you get a good look at Devin's team real quick. Um, and then I'll show you mine, but we pretty much have the same team, dude. Like where, where's our differences? At catcher, I had Fisk, you had Veritech, uh, first base. We both had Jimmy Fox, second base, both had Pedroia. Obviously third base, Boggs. uh, third base, both have, we both had a uh, timeout on Wade Boggs. It was very hard putting him there, counting that he became a Yankee. That was in the back of my head. Yeah, I know. But Devers is unbelievable, but he's just, like, too young, I feel like. I I agree, but I don't know. I just – he is probably the best third baseman the Red Sox have had. But still, I, I just hate the Yankees, whatever. But next – Mr. Bogarts obviously at shortstop. Who? Yeah. Who else do you think would even fit at shortstop? Like Nomar. Nomar. Yeah, but but his prime know. was too short. Yeah, and, and they didn't they traded him off in 04. Yeah, they traded him to Chicago. Which this worked. Might change, this might change based on what he does with his contract though after uh Oh yeah, after this his op, whenever his opt out's coming up. Yeah, um, I was reading an article. Aren't bets or not bets? Jesus, because that's what's next. Uh, Bogarts and Devers both the same year free agents. So Xander has a opt out after twenty twenty two. There's been rumors that he's gonna opt out. I don't know how true it is, but there are rumors, and I would not blame him honestly because he's so consistent. Yeah, but where else do you think he'll go? He, he's the best hit, uh, best hitting shortstop in baseball. I feel like the Red Sox are gonna empty the bank on fucking Bogarts. Like no matter they what, should. no matter what he wants. I think I think no matter what he wants, like the Red Sox will do. Because I, I think you gotta him. sign you gotta sign him endeavors to extensions. That's yeah. the that's the core of the team. Those are the only two guys you really should be worried about. On honestly, like everyone else compared to them is kind of expendable to a point. Because I feel like JD's on his way out. Yeah, um, he's probably going to walk after this year. 
Devers is just too young and too good to let walk. And Bogarts is your captain. He's the best shortstop already in franchise history. So you obviously have to empty the bank with them. But I mean, you could you build a solid team around them. I yeah, don't know. Exactly. What do you think? I feel like Heim Bloom's gonna pull some something. No, I don't know. Because, no, because everyone looks at Heim Bloom as being like he's gonna run it like Tampa. They should look at the Dodgers because Andrew Friedman or Friedman, like he's the one who's like, he started with the Rays and then the Dodgers are the Rays with just a ton of money. Yeah, that, I, that is true. That is true. I feel you like, know? I feel like the Dodgers though are a little different. They kind of just spend it now more than ever, just on anything I walks like the Yankees per se. I feel like the Red and Sox are more. They just uh, let the Seager money. walk. I know, which was very shocking. But I mean, because they got Gavin Lux and Trey Turner. Yeah, yeah, and Texas just dropped like bank, yeah, bag on them. Which I, I don't think that's gonna be good, dude. I was um obviously I was scrolling through TikTok, which I deleted by the way. Very weird feeling, very weird. Weird. But um, they did uh the MLB simulations, like they put the team in the show and see how good they're gonna do. And I kind of believe this one. It was Texas with Simeon and Seager. And they went like middle of the pack, eighty wins, like. Well, nothing. yeah, they have no pit. Who's their pitching staff? John Gray, Dan Dunning, Clayton Kershaw. I wish. No, that's that would be weird. I can't see Kershaw in another uniform. He's from Dallas, and I'm pretty sure he just had another kid, so I could totally see that. And you know what? Yeah, I'd, I'd rather live in Texas and California, but other way, still. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't see Kershaw leaving. But um, all right. Let's see. Who else we got? We both got Mookie right in the outfield. Yeah, Ted Williams. We only had one difference in the outfield. I put Yaz, you put Manny Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, the real life double XL Manny Ramirez jersey. He um let me see. Yeah, this is our cool. listeners. Chris is wearing a Manny Ramirez jersey. Yes, yes, yes. I am wearing a 2004 Manny Ramirez jersey, okay? Not just any jersey, all right? A 2004. I don't know if it was game used, but there's a there's a tag that says a 2004. And you know how he likes his uniforms big and baggy? There's like the plus three on the sleeves, and then it's like a 54-inch jersey. Like, look at how big this thing is. Oh, wow. Like, I'm not a small kid. But this makes me feel like a little baby. And I can imagine <laughs> like a major leaguer just going up with this on. Like it's pretty oh, I know. Probably pretty comfortable. <laughs> I mean, this this is honestly the biggest reason why I picked Manny Ramirez. Yeah. That, and then he's just the the one picture of after he hit that walk-off bomb, his hands. My screensaver. Yeah, exactly. Your screensaver. Dude, almost every Red Sox fan screensaver, bro. The most <laughs> coldest baseball picture I have ever seen. That's, that's oh for sure. That's why I love this jersey. But you you had to choose Carl Yastrzemski, but it's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Can't go wrong with Yaz. Yeah. But... So um, our starting rotation is a little different. I had uh, Roger Clemens, Pedro, Sale, Schilling, and I had to throw Cy Young in there because the award's literally named after him. Yeah. So the biggest reason why I didn't have Roger Clemens in mind. Yankees. It's because he, yep, he went to the Yankees. I couldn't, I could pull a trigger on Wade Boggs just because like no one else came to mind at third base on the Red Sox besides Devers. And I think Devers yeah. right, is too young. But I, uh, Roger Clemens, no, 
just no i couldn't do it he was so dominant though i know but no <laughs> i i can't he was I so can't. dominant with the socks and i watched the 2004 documentary and it was an asshole no i know but when he was with boston it was he was the rocket i couldn't i couldn't dude <laughs> i could not so i had josh beckett john lester pedro Schilling sale so i think um uh, the reason why i picked beckett is because the opposite of the reason like kind of roger clements is because he uh he was a miami marlin so i was kind of very home field advantage on him and i watched him in 03 get that final out and everything and for some reason i loved watching josh beckett when i was a kid he was like my favorite player or at least pitcher wise my favorite player was dave ortiz like who wasn't dave ortiz yeah but watching Josh Beckett play and John Lester play, like remember those Titan necklaces that everyone wore? Oh yeah, I love Lester. Yeah. I loved him, but like he got traded before uh, his like full time, his full like contract was up, and like he was really good. Don't get me wrong, I think he's great. They the Red Sox should not have dumped him off for uh, Cespedes. No, <laughs> definitely not. That did not work out at all, and I feel no. like. I feel like Lester should have been like a home name for the Red Sox. I feel like I should have retired with him. And never... They messed up so bad not re-signing him. Yeah. So, all right. So, those are our starting pitchers. Then, uh, who'd you have in the uh, relief? So, um, we each did three closers. I did uh, Koji because 2013 was – that speaks for itself. He was just as locked down as it gets. Yeah. I had Jonathan Papelbon. And then Bob Stanley, who had the Red Sox closers, uh, like most saves record before Papelbon did. Yeah. So I, instead of, so I had Koji and Jonathan Papelbon as well, but I had uh, my boy Keith Folk because he was part of that 2004 Red Sox team. And I feel like everyone on that 2004 Red Sox team deserves a uh, one up on they're, they're every in, other immortal. Red Sox. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, um, I have this poster in my room. Um, I don't want to move my cameras too much. But, um, yeah, like, Orlando Cabrera's on it, Veritek, Damon, and Keith Folk. Like, they're legends in Boston. So, oh, you can't yeah. go wrong with them. So, that is our all-time Red Sox teams. And uh, do you want to talk about the uh, organization? We forgot about disclaimer. We, oh. we both had Ortiz as our DH. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everyone's shocked about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, do you want to talk about the franchise right now, team? Or are you a little embarrassed for that one? So what we did, we did a snake draft, and uh, I pretty much just got my ass kicked in that. Yeah, I have no idea what you did right there, Dev, but I, oh my God. I'm ready to defend my team. So we'll put, we'll put both the rosters up right now as we talk about it, but we'll go down position by position. And um, for some reason, I mean, I feel like, Devin, I feel like you try to get too like young and prospecty. I think that's my kind of gist of what I got from your draft because I, I went ahead and just picked the well, team. Well, you took right. Xander and Devers right off the bat. And that, there I mean, goes my Yeah. Infield. Like, why didn't you pick oh. Devers or something as your first pick? He's, because you had the first pick, and then I took Sale thinking you would go pitcher. Oh, no, dude. The Red Sox, the greatest <laughs> Red Sox teams have had, like, one good pitcher and a very mediocre bullpen. That's why I had to go get the pitcher. Okay, well – I think I still got a pretty good pitcher, but we'll get to that in a second. So let's start off with catcher. I had Vasquez. He had. I had Mr. Kevin Plowacki, the Plowacki. goat. 
the goat, goat, the electric factory. We love them here on this show. So, I mean, that's, that's probably, I think as even as it gets right here, <laughs> then we did first base. So I kind of flipped mine around near the end because I realized there's kind of a uh, stopper block in my infield. So I, I just hit my mic. I'm sorry. I picked Rafi Devers to be my first baseman. And I had Tristan Cassis, the up and coming next, Joey Votto. Kid's a Dude. monster. Again, that would be insane if he became the next Joey Votto. Because I played yeah, against uh, him. We played okay. against him. Disclaimer, Arroyo played first this year. Okay, yes. But and I you feel have, you, like... You have him at third and Devers at first when Arroyo has more career innings at first. Hey, okay. All right, defend your team all you want. You know who helped me decide to make that move? You did, mister. I was like, yo, should I put Rafi at first? Because I got all these people. And you're like, yeah, I think he's going to be there anyway, mister. Do you, do you forget that conversation? I think you do. Oh, he's going to be there when they move Bogarts to third. Okay. All right. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. So let's go down to uh, <laughs> down to second base. Uh, so I had Jeter Downs at second. Who hit like 150 in AAA last year. Okay. And what? What? How, how high is he ranked in the farm system? Like eighth now. He was two or he was one or two at some point. All right. But he was there so he can get back. <laughs> And I have a Kike. So I, legend, Kike I feel Hernandez. like I dropped the ball on Kike on that one because there were a couple rounds I went by and I just didn't get them. So that's that's why I think you outright just beat me on that one. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. The yeah. third base, I have the squirrel, Christian Arroyo. And I have Big Bob, the heartthrob. Yeah. See, Bobby Dowback. Isn't it's like Bobby Dalback, like the first baseman or something? He played third this year in shortstop. He played like all over the place. Yeah, he's a he's a natural third baseman. Hey, hey, first basemans are athletes too. Okay, all right. Yes, they are. I want to stop this first base slander for a second. They could play anywhere. <laughs> it's so funny when I try to do like quick hands with my big ass glove. I'm just <laughs> yeah, never works out. Do you ever do that with your catcher's mitt? Just fast hands. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of being a catcher. Well, no, no, no. You know how shortstops do the thing where yeah, like, like that, they hit yeah. it like this and grab it yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. I, I could barely do it with the first baseman because when I go transfer it, like it hits. Yeah, if you hit the glove. Yeah. All right. So that one, I don't know. I feel like that one's kind of even, right? Would you say so? How do you think? I think you edge me out just because you have Xander Endeavors. No, I'm talking about third base. Third base. Third base. Oh, third base. Yeah, I mean, you're the biggest Dalback supporter I've ever met, so... I mean, yeah, but he's not on my team, is he? So I can't really support him right now. <laughs> but uh, I think the squirrel, when he's, like, healthy and everything, I feel like he's a monster. So that's why yeah. I picked him there. So I feel like it's a pretty good pick. But I love Throbby D, so I feel like I feel like it's pretty even there until we get to the outfield. Yeah, fellas. So you had Xander at short, and I had Marcelo Mayer. Oh, we, oh my God. Did I skip over shortstop? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you and Xander <laughs> – I am mayor. Yeah, the verdict I see, on I that is going to come out in ten years. Huh? The verdict on that is going to come out in ten years. Like, yeah, no, it won't because it'll. It's already out. <laughs> it's already what, what out. What if Marcelo Mayer just turns like into like Corey Seager, and it's they're ba- like him and Bogarts are pretty much just like the same person. I'm all no, like, I, 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 will, I will still take Bogarts even if that happens. <laughs> that does not no, matter. I love Bogarts. I love Bogarts though. I would have taken him if he was still on the board. 
Well, I mean, if they're, well, yeah, because I got them first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I feel like Bogart's going to be there forever. And I feel like he's like the best shortstop of all time. I hope so. For the Red Sox. I hope he's with the Red Sox. I don't care where he's playing on the field, but I just hope he's with I them just hope he's with for them. the foreseeable future. Yeah, that's why I accidentally skipped shortstop because that one's a blowout. All right. <laughs> so now we have the outfield. My first pick was um, Jumbo Dong Martinez. And then uh, mine was uh, Jaron Duran. Kind of I a... think, yeah, needless Here, to say. Can you just say the whole outfield? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, you go. So my outfield was uh, Jaron Duran, Alex Verdugo, and Miguel. Uh, I think you say his name is Blyce or Bliss. He's yeah, a and... top ten prospect in the Sox organization. I mean, he's still like a rookie baller of the DSL. He's extremely yeah. young, but probably the most upside out of the guys <laughs> they have down there. Yeah, and then for my outfield, I had a uh, Jumbo Dong, JBJ. Welcome back. Welcome back. And then what uh what rank is he? Our ninth rank prospect, Gilberto Jimenez. So he's still um, ninth. Yeah, he's still ninth. Didn't move at all. No one, no one's moved in a while. Well, what For, what side are you looking at? Sox prospects. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, exactly. They they haven't no one's moved in a while. But um yeah, Alberto, uh he uh, he averaged 306 last year, which is pretty good. I yeah, mean look, he, at he, slug, he, look at his slug. Hey, listen, listen, all right? It's not that bad. It's not bad at all, okay? It'll get better. It's not like he's a power hitter or anything, but... Uh, no, I know. Damn, for the outfield, I don't I don't know on this one. I feel I like... it's kind of even. I, yeah, I think so, too, but I feel like Blaise and Jimenez are kind of like mute points because they haven't made it to the big show yet. They just cancel so, each other out, so it's yeah. Verdugo versus JD and JBJ. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I guess we'll let that one for the viewers to decide because yeah, I have no idea. You know what, Devin? I'll give you some credit. The more we run down this, the less I think I completely kicked your ass. Well, it wasn't that bad. I thought it was much worse than it was, but I do have Xander and Rafi Devers. Yeah. So that's, that's where I kind of got you. But let's go to our pitchers real quick. So this this one's pretty, pretty close. So you, you want to go, go first? first. You All right, I'll go first. I don't know what's up. All right. So I had Mr. Nathan Eovaldi as my first pitcher. Garrett Whitlock, number two. Tanner Houck, number three. Samora, number four. And our newcomer, Michael Waka, is number five. So I shout, feel, I shout out to shout out to Waka for 2013. Absolutely just getting shelled in Fenway. Yeah, thanks for the uh, 2013. But hey, maybe maybe he could win one in 2022. Who knows? I know he had a good second half of the year. Yeah, yeah, no, he he definitely did. So I'm 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 glad he's here. I have no complaints about that. Oh, me neither. Um, my rotation is uh, Sale through the last pitch of the last World Series that we won. Maybe Manny Machado fall. It's pretty that funny. Was awesome. I love watching that one. I got Nick Pavetta, who's just so electric on the mound in big spots. Pavetta is very electric. I'll give you that one. Yeah. I got the big maple, James Paxton. He can throw like an ace when he's healthy, but he's we'll not going to be healthy. To, we'll he's not going to be healthy the first half of the year. He's coming off Tommy John. So I feel like he's more for not this upcoming season, but for next season. Yeah. 
And then I got Josh Taylor, who throws darts from the left side out of the pen. He is nasty. And I've got Durbin Feltman, future closer of the Red Sox. Yeah, I've never heard that guy before. You've never Would've... heard of him? No. I he was not. on a he was like their third round pick in like shoot, I don't know what year, but like he hopped on section or section 10 and like they blew him up. Oh, hi. They maybe he'll they, uh, they drafted him out of TCU. Like maybe he'll hop on this and I'll get to know him better, huh? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Shout out Feldman. He is nasty. So, um, I don't know, dude. I, it's kind of I think, a lot closer than I remembered. It is a lot closer than I remember. You're right. Because our outfield is kind of neck and neck. But um, I feel like in terms of hitting-wise, I feel like uh, this guy wins over here. I, f- I feel like after this year, if we go back to these teams, it might be a little different. It could be a lot farther. Who knows? It could be. What if Rafi has an MVP year? Who knows? Who knows? He has an MVP year every year. What if JBJ goes back to that 19-game hitting streak, right? What if he has another one? Who knows? 19 games, yeah. I mean, that will be his only hits for the year, though. Okay, but who knows? Who knows? (laughs) What if Jaron Duran never comes back? I don't know, dude. I don't know. You know, that's that's an excellent question, if he does come back. So... No, I guess will. I guess he we're will. waiting on Jared Duran. I guess that's we'll Duran's see gonna make or break my Duran and Cassis make or break my team. I what feel they like do preseason. Do. Preseason, I think I definitely have the victory. We will see throughout this season. Hopefully, if it cleans up by like I don't know. What do you think of the lockout will end, bro? It's kind of getting tired of these slow I have weeks. No idea. I feel like they'll get it done before spring training. Just yeah. I feel like it's not going to be that bad. So no, they kind of have to get it done before spring training. Yeah. So, um, all right, we'll talk about the uh, starting projected starting rotation according to Fangraphs. Um, right now, they actually have the ace as Evaldi, which honestly, not that surprising. Don't hate it. He's really, really good. I don't hate it at all. Um, I feel like he will eventually be the ace, unless, unless Chris Sale turns back. Two. Well, Sale's now going to have like a full off season pitched in games last year. He's going to be able to like get back to somewhat of a normal routine for him because yeah. last year he was just kind of like thrown into the fire. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I feel like Evaldi is just like kind of cemented himself as like. No, I agree. Evaldi's a Red Sox legend. Yeah, and I I I feel like he's going to be the ace. I think next year too, unless Sale like literally wins Scion. Well, I mean, opening day starter is the only time they'll have, like, a set rotation. Other than that, it's it's just going to be, like, whatever their schedule is. And, you know, we're arguing over who's the ace. That's a good problem. Yeah, that is a good problem to have. So, good thing we do have that problem. So, that's enough. Enough with the Evaldi and Sale. And we have uh, Mr. Pavetta at number three. Again, I'm not, not really complaining about either. Yeah, he's pretty good. I mean, he's going to eat innings. He's, I don't know. I feel like he is comfortable in Boston and, like, is not afraid to, like, pitch to his strengths. Yeah, because, I mean, usually some of these guys that they have, like, I'm looking at this projected starting rotation, and it's like, I don't really have a problem with any of these guys right now. No, I just wish they had, like, one more kind of, like, bigger name. Yeah. 
So, uh, but I feel like, I feel like that bigger name will be Tanner Houck. I feel like he's going to have a breakout year. Oh yeah. He's, his stuff is unreal. If they keep him up instead of bringing him up, down, up, down, up, down, up. No, they will. They will this year. You think so? hundred percent. Okay. All right. Good. They won't. They just, they need to keep him up there. They really do. No, he, they, they'll keep him and Whitlock up there the whole year, no doubt. Yeah. So I feel like the two biggest question marks right now are Rich Hill and Michael Walker, just because they're, well, Rich Hill's back on the Red Sox, but Michael Walker's never pitched in a Red Sox uniform. So um, the age is kind of an issue for Rich Hill, 41 years old. His, I mean, his style, like, isn't dependent on blowing uh, fastballs by guys. He's going to pitch off of his curveball. I mean, yeah, the curveball is going to make his fastball look a lot harder a than lot it harder. actually is. Yeah, but, I mean, just literally just the fact that they, they weren't on the team last year. And, um, I mean, Rich Hill has played in Boston, but Waka has not played in Boston. So, we'll see how he adjusts to it. Yeah. But I feel like the starting rotation's solid, I guess. Yeah, I feel like Hill and Waka are, like – might fall victim to only being able to face the lineup like twice. Yeah. But so they I might have like... to piggyback Whitlock with one of them if he's in the pen and not a starter. Yeah. I mean, according to Fangrass, they're saying uh, Whitlock's going to be the closer next year. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it either, but like, I just want him on the mound as much as possible. Well, the thing is, like, everyone's like, make him a starter, make him a starter. Look what that did to Daniel Bard. Yeah. Whitlock is really good at coming out of the bullpen, as we've seen. Don't fix it if it's not broken. You can give it a try in spring training. If it doesn't work, don't don't force it. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I don't know. Solid, right? I think try it in spring training. But if not, he's so valuable coming out of the pen, being able to go two, three innings at a time. He's a good guy to have. He, I mean, wherever, whatever role Whitlock's in, it's gonna be, it's gonna be for the best. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Now, Mister D Roche, you got the uh, minor leaguers, right? Well, there's like four starters that, or four guys that I think have a chance to come up and like fill fill in. Some when, not if, when someone gets hurt. Yeah. Connor Siebold, like being the main one, I think he has a pretty good chance. I mean, his stuff is not what it was before his uh, elbow injury, but if he just regains feel for his uh, changeup, I think he'll be fine. Uh, hold on. Another guy I think could be up as a starter is uh, John, Josh Winkowski. They, uh, in the Arizona Fall League, they had him relieving just to lim- uh, limit his innings, but he touched 99 in that's six different start- appearances. That's the one that started the fight, right? Yeah, he did start a yep. started bench yep. clearing ball. Yeah, that's my which dude. Which is awesome. <laughs> I should just get it. I should just get his jersey right now, so I know I'm gonna get it. He's gonna be good. I mean, he's coming out of the pen throw 99. I mean, that's worst hilarious. comes to worst, he comes up as a like long man sw- uh, swing guy type role in. Worst, worst comes to worst, the other team has a buzzer on them and lets them know what pitch is coming and then takes them over. <laughs> uh, another guy that I could see coming up because he did last year is Cutter Crawford. He's just like 
extremely consistent. I think he's going to wind up being a reliever if he sticks in the big leagues, but hmm. it's, I mean, he's going, he can give you innings and plus his stuff is not bad. I think his, his major league debut last year went uh, probably as bad as it could have, but yeah. you got to like take into account like all the nerves and like probably, I don't think he was on schedule to throw that day either. And uh, you know, like major league debut in Fenway park, that's overwhelming. He was probably, you didn't see like who Cutter Crawford actually is. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's kind of crazy to expect these like 20, young 20s, even late teenagers, like expect them to do good right off the bat. You know what I mean? It's not like, going to happen. It's, it's not, not going to happen. happen. Like I, I was talking to um, one of these guys that I work out with and he was just telling me about how he kind of got forced into like adulthood real fast like he was a high pick out of high school and it's like your whole world changes the expectations are out of this world and I just can't imagine what they're going through and then on top of all that you're expected to be the best player out there even though you have zero experience oh exactly I feel like any go ahead oh you also gotta take account when these guys get drafted they're moving away from home. Like they got to live on their own. It's completely different lifestyle than they're, they're probably used to. And you're sitting on a bus all day. Like obviously the majors is different, but like every, every move you make is going to, it's going to take time to adjust. And then also with that, you have the pressure of a microscope just on you 24 seven, dude. Oh yeah. You go four for four microscopes going to be on you. You go over four microscopes on you. Exactly. Like, no matter how good it's so hard like baseball if you don't stay even keel the entire time you're gonna fuck up because if you're like, too high you're gonna get too confident if you're too low you're not gonna do good like and it's hard it's hard man yeah like uh like that happened in jaron duran you know he starts off yeah. getting a hit off Garrett cole like you can't get any better than that yeah he starts off like kind of streaky but hits a couple home runs you're like wow this kid looks really good and then kind of falls into a slump and then by the end of the season it was just like he didn't he didn't know what he was doing up there he was just looked so out of whack and it was just like he just needs now, to take a step back and like take a breath and i feel like with duran now that he had that kind of downfall that it's gonna help so many, him are you th- i think it's gonna it's gonna be hard i really think it's gonna be really hard to get back to that the prowess that he was at but like I can't imagine the pressure that's in his head right now because he had such a bad year, you know? But he also showed them – he also showed enough flashes of what he could be, I think. Okay. And then, and then on the other hand, playing devil's advocate a little bit, you can't take away his intangibles, like his speed, unreal. His, yeah, it, his speed is game-changing. The Red yeah. Sox don't have another guy like that. Like that. Except yeah. for David Hamilton, who they just got from the Brewers, but he's only played one season in pro ball, so he's not close. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to get to that point obviously means something's there. I mean, it's obvious something's there. I mean, and another thing about Duran, like, he has a knack to just, like, when he came up, he was a contact, like, singles, doubles hitter. And then the Red Sox were like, hey, we need more power out of you. Start hitting for power. Yeah. Like, I think he's going to be fine because he has a knack to adjust. And he's shown it all throughout the minor leagues. And, like, the speed he brings is going to keep him on an MLB roster. Yeah. And 
you can't find speed and power that often. No, no, never. But I mean, like, I don't know. Today's freaks these days, they're just unreal. Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of prospects out. Everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, like coming up soon. So, oh, uh, yeah. All right. Cool, man. Um, I think that's it. Thank you, guys. We'll be back in a week and a half or two weeks or if there's any breaking news. Yeah, we'll we'll be back uh, whenever. Who knows? But it won't be long. We will be right here with your news, with your boys, Chris Ferrara and... Your boy, Devin Roche. And we will see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys.